Diana Curtis is a sought-after grief recovery specialist, educator, coach, and speaker with a history of great success in her work. After healing her own crippling pain of grief, Diana turned her pain of loss into a legacy of purpose and impact. Diana created Coaching to the Heart, LLC, a coaching practice to support other women seeking transformational breakthrough in their lives. She specializes in working with women without mothers to create a sacred path for healing that honors themselves and their loved ones. She helps them to gain clarity of purpose, build legacy, and introduce their gifts to the world while being well rewarded for their gifts. As a creator of Grief Healing Solutions, she offers a variety of holistic approaches to process grief with the attention to ease peaceful coping for anyone suffering from the pain of loss. Let's welcome her. What's up, Grief Nation listeners? And today on our show, we have Diana Curtis. There's an art to living from the heart. Hello, Diana. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. So good to see you. So good to see you. So we're going to jump right in today here on Grief Talk. And let's talk about your journey. Tell us how did you get here? Wow. How did I get here? That's a very good question. Uh, My grief journey is, I believe, very, very intriguing. It started from the beginning, early childhood, mm-hmm. when I lost my mother at the tender age of three. Wow. Yes. And it was that day, that moment, that year, that planted seeds of abandonment, isolation, rejection, mistrust in other women. Because I thought, well, your mom left you, so other women, there's no way for me to have an authentic relationship with women. Wow. So it planted some very serious seeds. And I lived that story for decades, actually, until I realized the little girl inside of me was so broken that because she never had the love that only, you know that love, that only a mother can give. So once I realized what was going on, well, actually, I started... My identity was really wrapped up in my job, had a professional career with the CDC, and my children. And when my children grew up, I retired. That was the moment that I realized I didn't know who I was. So identity confusion kicked in for me. Okay. It was at that point that I realized there was so much more after retirement, there was so much inside of me, Mm -hmm. but it was covered because of the unresolved emotional issues and pain around grief that I never realized. Mm -hmm. But once I realized it, I chose to heal it. I chose to heal it. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you used that word, word chose. You decided. 
Oh, yes. Speak to us about deciding. Deciding. Deciding came for me, again, when, as a woman, when I'm no longer busy mm -hmm. with the children, with the job. Mm -hmm. There was this urging and this nudging inside of me and say, there is so much more, Diana. You're just starting. So I decided I wanted that more, whatever it was, yet I knew it was covered up yes, with that yes. emotional pain. Yeah. So I made the decision, I chose to go after it. And what did that look like for me? It meant actually doing my work. Come on now. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so, I, got, I have chill bumps because, um, I understand exactly what you mean by starting the work, but how do you go about deciding and what, so what inspired you um, to do the work and then to start your unique life path? Yeah, um, that inspiration came from the nudging. Mm -hmm. That soft voice that comes you know, initially it's very soft and there's a whisper. Yeah. And we all tend to ignore it, but mm -hmm. it kept coming back. And I knew that I would never be content with my life until I answered that voice. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, that purpose, that mission, that thing we was born to do. Yeah. 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 So when you decided and you move past removing some of the limiting beliefs and, um, you know, this voice inside of you said, hey, we're going to start healing this. What were some of those things um, that you did to be able to remove those limiting beliefs? What yeah. were some of those key things? Yeah, thank you for that question. Uh, because initially you asked me what inspired me and I think we, and maybe who inspired me. Mm -hmm. um, the steps that I took mm -hmm. were deciding that I'm going to heal this stuff. Mm -hmm. This energy that's stuck in my body. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> keeping me from being the true nature of who I was born to be, created to be. And I chose to work with, do personal development with the Dr. Reverend Iyala Van Zant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who is in Baltimore, Maryland. It was a three-year process to me, and I am not by any means implying that it takes three years to heal. That's mm -hmm. the journey that I chose. Mm -hmm. So it was a personal development. It was being with like-minded women who were also on their healing, spiritual, emotional journey. Mm -hmm. and I was ready for it. It was not always easy, but once I made that decision, once I chose to do it, there was no turning back. So it was a lot of really going back to the childhood and pulling back layers of unmet needs that every child or a girl deserve. Right. Needs that were unmet. People in my life did the best they knew how to do at the time they were doing it, but it didn't change my experience. Mm -hmm. So we went back and we, we dealt with, we played with, and we cried. We did whatever we needed to do yeah. to release it so that I could get back 
to the truth of who I am. Get back to that love that never left. It was mm -hmm. always there. It was just covered. Was yeah. Just and so once you went through your whole transformational period, how did you get back to building your brand or your business? What sparked you to say, okay, now that I've been able to resolve these issues within myself, um, what was that, I guess, the, the light that turned on for you to say, hey, I want to assist others with this? Yes, I love that question. Because once I felt that I was on the other side of grief, mm -hmm. that I was living my life purpose, I made the decision that I would support and help every woman that crossed my path. Yes. Because I know the pre-transformation transformation, and I know the post-transformation. And it's not so sweet in the middle, but when you get on the other side, it's beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. So what are some of the principles that make your business a success? On a spiritual level, the one principle that I share with the people who work with me is that love is everything. Yes. There mm -hmm. is only love. There's only love. It heals everything. Yeah. On a practical level, I share with individuals that healing is possible for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of, you ask the question again, it's a matter of choosing yeah. the choice mm -hmm. and reaching out, surrounding yourself with people that you trust and you know got your back. Right. It's safe. And it's safe. Yes, yes. So what's your um, ideal client? Who's your ideal client? My ideal client, uh, typically I work with women, no surprise, women without mothers. <laughs> of course. However, the work that I do, it applies to any and everybody, man, children. Mm -hmm. um, but primarily my work is women without mothers who are dealing with a heartbreak. Yeah. They oftentimes struggle in relationships. They are oftentimes they're transitioning. They're a little bit older, 45 and older. And they're at the point of saying, I've raised my kids. I'm about to retire. Now what? Mm -hmm. They like clarity. Yeah. They like clarity. Yeah. Now, so how can someone going through a life altering change um, just like you've just spoken about um, women that are kind of in that, uh, sometimes I hate to say midlife crisis, but you know, that midlife uh, medium part of their life, um, going through that life altering change benefit from your services. How can they benefit from my services? Well, I, if, if they're experiencing any type of emotional pain, mm -hmm. um, isolation, sadness, um, depression, not clinical depression because I'm not a licensed counselor, mm -hmm. but depression in the sense that maybe I just can't get out of bed today. Yeah. Um, I support them in 
changing their mindset. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I remind them that grieving can be a gift. Yes. It is natural, it's acceptable, mm -hmm. and it's normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It simply means that you have loved deeply. Absolutely. That's all that it means. So I remind yeah. people of that. And then I support them in moving from where they are based on where they would like to be. And I help them connect the dots so that they're on the other side. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on the woman? Wow, the woman. <laughs> I think I may have described the woman already. We know that she's a nurturer. Yes. Uh, and by nature, she just nourish and take care of everybody. Yes. <laughs> Oftentimes it's not, it's at the expense of not taking care of herself. Yeah. And because of this culture, we don't celebrate women like other cultures. You know, every stage, uh, we're born, then we get our period mm -hmm. and uh, we get married, we have kids. Other cultures celebrate every stage of period. Yeah. And even when we go through menopause, mm -hmm. I believe because we're not celebrated, that it's when life settles down, mm -hmm. no longer working, the kids are off in college or wherever. We may have gone through menopause, but everything gets quiet. Mm -hmm. That's when we realize our beauty, our power. Oh, yes. And we start to commune and connect with communities of, you know, other women. And we are, it's like a, a light bulb comes on and we just start getting out there and making things happen. So now, we're very powerful. We are very powerful. Absolutely. Now, what are some of her basic needs, the woman, um, when she's going through challenges? Some of her basic need, I think every woman should have a good friend. Mm -hmm. Someone that she can go to and she can trust and just lay it out. Yeah. Very good. A sister friend that she can call on at any time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think she needs someone who can remind her of her power and who she is and um, how actually the world would not be able to evolve without a woman. Come on now. <laughs> it's a reminder and it's having that sister friend um, and then staying within, within communities as opposed to the isolated, isolation and shutting down. Oh yes, I like that. I like that very much. Can you talk to me about um, grief triggers and, and, and what they do to an individual um, and some of the responses if, if you can share that with us today. Yeah. Grief triggers. Um, I think a trigger is a divine opportunity to heal, to go deeper, to explore. Mm -hmm. I think what most of us do is when that trigger comes, whether it's about loss or missing your loved one, or just mm -hmm. a disagreement or upset, mm -hmm. what we, mostly what we do is focus on the thing the conversation, the person who caused the upset. Yeah. Opposed to taking a moment to just breathe. 
go yes. inside. Why am I triggered? What's going on? What just happened? If I'm standing over the avocados in the grocery store because my mom, who had passed, loved avocados. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm standing there frozen, crying over the avocados. Mm-hmm. Yeah, examine, explore. Just be with it. Just love on it and let it pass through. Ooh, thank you for sharing that and giving us that visual. I love visuals because it, it it helps our our audience be able to connect. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, a part of your um, business techniques and, and the, the work that you're doing with women, um, you have something that's called Reimagine uh, Vision Retreat. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, those are very, it's such a, mm, I love them. It's um, it's a experiential process. Usually, it's an all-day event. It is an opportunity to come together in community mm-hmm. with like-minded women and just focus on the future, your vision. But we do it from a heart-driven space, not up here. Mm-hmm. Because the mind and the ego will tell me maybe I want to go out and be an Oprah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. not created to be like Oprah. So there are so many experiment, experiential activities that support the women and just stand in the heart. What does the heart say? Yeah. That is where the purpose, the vision, everything is. There's some, lots of um, spiritual activities, you know, the prayer, the meditation, the breathing. Uh, We're going deeper. We're going deeper. And it's a fun exercise. It's a fun day. It's like a VIP day. It's all about me. It's all about the, the other women. And they get to walk away with, I call it a visual masterpiece. Mm. Most people call it a vision board, mm-hmm. much deeper than a vision board. Yeah. It's something, it's a visual that the women walk away with of their future based on what they heart, their heart told them. Yeah, so that, I guess that goes right into what is envisioning um, out of this process that you have um, for the Reimagine Vision Retreat. Talk to us about envisioning and what's that crystal that crystal clear vision mean mean for okay. for that event that you have. Right. So the envisioning, the crystal clear, again, is a heart exercise okay. as opposed to a head exercise. We're going deeper into the heart. Mm-hmm. What does your heart say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is she saying? If your heart could speak. What is she telling you? You mm. want, not what the world says you should be doing, not even what your ego says mm. you should be doing. It's what the heart is saying. And if you want to take that a little bit deeper, it's what spirit is saying, it's what God is saying. What is, why did I create you? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's diving deeper into who I am. Absolutely. Remember, I talked about, I knew there was so much more to me, but I couldn't reach it. Mm -hmm. It It's all up in my head and whatever, and these emotional pain. Right. We 
the heart knows when we dive deeper into the heart. So there's an opportunity to not only create that visual masterpiece, but also a draft vision plan mm-hmm. with some goals, whether it's for relationships or emotional healing, career, money, whatever, with some steps that you can take moving forward. Oh, thank you. I, I need to make sure I make it to one of these retreats. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, does your coaching support disenfranchised communities in regards to grief? Absolutely. Thank you for asking me that question. Um, under the name of my business is Coaching to the Heart. It's a for-profit, but under that umbrella is a nonprofit, Holistic Springs. And what I do is go into the jails. Oh, wow. Support women who mostly, most of them are motherless. Mm-hmm. Um, either because mom has passed, a mom may still be alive, but not emotionally available. Gotcha. The women. Uh-huh. So yes, that's a big piece of what um, what I do. Right now, I just I'm just going into the Gwinnett County Jail, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful experience. It's oh. a beautiful experience. We get to practice and do some things. And honestly, full disclosure, I, I'm also a pastor. Oh, right. However, the women know the Bible. They're Bible scholars. Oh, wow. They know the Bible better than most. And mm-hmm. what they're wanting is some practical skills right. and tools to help them cope when they're not incarcerated. Oh, that is so amazing. But they're not certain how to apply those scriptures in their life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to hear about this program um, yeah. that you've incorporated. I'm working with um, the women that um, a lot of times people tend to forget, you know, um, but being able, I, I'm just grateful that God gave you um, that vision to be able to, to go and support them because they need just as much love. Um, a lot of times they're there and they have opened up their heart to forgive and to remove, you know, the things that has um, caused them to be there, but they're still human um, um, and uh, beings having spiritual, exp- spiritual beings having human experiences exactly. and um, they deserve uh, to be honored as a woman, no matter where they are. So thank you for supporting them there. Um, so, um, because of the extent of your work, tell us how important self-care is to achieve a personal goal or a career goal successfully. Mm. Self-care is everything. <laughs> the body is a healing machine. We It takes care of all of our needs and is always seeking its center, harmony and balance. Yeah. We do a very good job at taking care of the physical body. You know, the makeup, the food. Right. Yeah, looking good, Mm -hmm. the body. But self-care to me is a lot more than taking care of my body. It's also taking care of my mental health, my emotional health, 
and my spiritual health. Mm. And when the mental, the emotional is aligned with my spiritual health, balance, harmony, life flows. It flows because I'm, I'm working from my center. I'm not scattered all over the place. Yeah. So I believe self-care is everything. Thank you so and much. That one component, mm-hmm. all four, is the physical body, the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We talked so much about how you support others, but how can others support you and your organization? Yeah. For me, the ask would be, well, there's so many people that are suffering. And oftentimes they don't realize how they show up in the world. It's because there's some emotional stuckness and pain that's mm-hmm. causing them to behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they're unconscious. However, there are some who are very much aware that they would like support, but they don't know where to go, what to do or even how to ease the pain. So my ask for your viewers is to just get the word out. I love speaking uh, to groups, especially with women. So share, and I can give you all of my information. Please do, share share all of your social media outlets for us. Yeah, so I'm on Facebook at Coaching to the Heart, which is the name of my organization. Um, Instagram, the same thing, Coaching to the Heart. Okay. And my website is coachingtotheheart.org. Now, if someone would like to get in touch with me immediately, it's, they can email me at diana at coachingtotheheart.org. It's always about the heart stuff for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The branding is amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. And before I let you go, what has your attention um, being in the uh, spiritual, being a spiritual life coach, a grief specialist, and a successful entrepreneur? Is there anything within your community? And also you can speak to what's currently happening um, that you would like to see change or bring further awareness to our nation or communities. I mentioned the jail, and honestly, I have no idea how I got here providing support. I'd never been incarcerated, no one in my family, but it just kept coming, so Mm -hmm. I went with it. What I would like to see change is more support around individuals who are struggling with who they are and they're misbehaving mm-hmm. or support in getting them sort of the wrapper, especially our young people, yeah. providing that wraparound support, whether it's mentally, academically, whatever the case, as opposed to the chains. Absolutely. Yeah. And getting all those services to them, like the, like the doing the holistic re- approach to kind of support them in all ways so that they don't end up, like you're saying, in the chains. And yeah, I know that's difficult. How do you, <clears throat> excuse me, how do you prepare yourself to go in to speak to these women? Um, and, and I say that too, because I know a lot of times 
<clears throat> excuse me, a lot of times we go in um, head first um, because we've developed this new um, community partner and we're all in, but that still sometime can, I know that tugs away at your heart. Seeing these women, you know, um, in this state, but yet vulnerable and, and, and open to your services. How do you prepare yourself to go in there to, to do what you do? Yeah, um, it's easy for me to just be non-judgmental. I go in, I'm one of them once I'm in there. I'm just, hey, been there, done that, never been incarcerated, but pre-transformation, yeah. Yeah. My stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I go in with an ear. I'm listening from my ears. I'm listening from my heart. And I'm present. I'm present. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, Diana, for coming on the show today. I really, truly appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing your brief story, your journey, and telling us um, some of the techniques and things that we can do to honor ourselves and to honor the woman. I, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, there you have it, Grief Nation listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another transformative segment. With much love and gratitude to our guest today, Diana Curtis, for expressing your very unique grief journey and your ways of understanding healing. This is your girl, Miami Knight, sending you lots of love and light. Until the next time we connect again spiritually.